The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Hey, thanks for choosing GeekShowPodcast.com. This program is made free uh, because of our sponsors. Uh, I've always wanted to say this podcast is brought to you by Captain Kirk. And it is. Don't miss Shatner's World, the William Shatner coming to Kingsbury Hall, January 22nd, one night only. Get your tickets at 801-581-7100 or visit kingticks.com. PCLaptops.com, the show recorded and provided uh, and produced, that is, on a very special custom PC laptop from our Lord and Savior, Dan Young, Dan the Laptop Man. He has made the laptop so much uh, bigger and better and more powerful. It is self-aware. It's the juggernaut that we record on. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection during the month of December. Holiday deals December 5th through the 11th, 20% off games. 12th through the 18th, 20% off toys and statues. 19th through the 25th, 20% off trades. And uh, the 26th through the 1st, take 20% off everything in the store. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. And, of course, Atomic Arcade. Classic arcade games at Classic Classic prices, Donkey Kong, Asteroid, Centipede, you get the idea. Open late seven days a week, 3939 Highland Drive. Visit them all, say hello, and tell them Geek Show says hey. It's the kind of fan that I hate. He says things to them like, there you go, slant eyes. I don't understand why my beard looks like shit. He's hung like kryptonite. Well, a vagina's almost as interesting as Star Wars. Almost. Geek Show, Geek Show. No, 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 no. I wish there was a way to bring everyone's level down at once. Are they going to be crying into their copies of Splinter of the Mind's Eye? Yes, Superman! What? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Who would buy a yellow DeLorean? Oh, if you, you know, hate hipsters as I much do. as I do. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome back to the basement. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, introduce the panel and we'll get right to it. Shannon should introduce himself by way of apology. Oh. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Okay. Jeff and Jimmy are here. Big movie mouth off. Yay. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice to have a girl in the basement. Corey is here. I say things sometimes. <laughs> I would argue with you about that, but. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> iTunes review ever. But it's pleasant to see you, so well, I. You know. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me back. All right. Uh, Lee George Cade? I say too many things. What's the name of your restaurant? Uh, Fresh Compassionate Eatery, 779 South, 500 East. Go and see him. Please. Uh, by way of apology? I'm sorry I made that stinky burp. Mr. B? Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon? Like you never made a stinky burp. Never. Jeff, wow. you're all old and shit on the insides. I bet you. It's just crazy. Sam Raimi wants to make a movie <laughs> about your. I bet your burp sometimes peel the goddamn the, paint off your walls in your house. On the inside, <laughs> crumbling like that Mayan temple in Raiders. He don't look all. He don't look old on the outside, man. But he, on the inside, oh, there's, I'm, I'm there's Dor- cobwebs. I'm, I'm Dorian Gray on the inside. <laughs> there's, there's aging. There's aging happening. It's a fucking mummy on the inside. Uh, Triple T, two tall Tony. Hey, the uh, producer and designated driver of the Geek Show. Yep. And, and uh, Carrie Jackson. Oh, hi. How you doing? What's uh, up, buddy? Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Yeah, X96. It's the only time. All right. Uh, just real quickly here. Um, I'm, I'm tired of getting these complaints from people on Twitter and Facebook about how uh, the show doesn't show up on iTunes sometimes. All right? You, you, can make this, you can make this a lot easier by getting it on Stitcher. All right? Stitcher. Screw iTunes. Get it on Stitcher because Stitcher is always there. And it can um, also take six hours to upload to iTunes. Exactly. You, you get it ready. You get it the file completely I, ready to go. You upload I mean, it. And yep. I don't it know what sits. happens to the R2 Vindaloo episode. I uploaded them Sunday night. 
and yeah. they were there when I uploaded and, them Sunday night. And here's night. the funny thing. I have a and podcast then, app, yep. the, the iTunes podcast app on my on my tablet here, uh-huh. right? And it's there. Right. But I just got a Twitter 10 minutes ago from a guy who says, I have the iPod uh, app, the same thing, and I can't see it there. It's mm. there. It's there. It's probably just got the date wrong or it's out of order. If you can't yep. get it, though, come to my restaurant and I'll reenact the episodes for you with puppets. <laughs> Why don't you just That's go good. to our website, geekshowpodcast.com? Another way to download it. And download it directly. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying, Carrie? Stitcher. Stitcher. That's all I do. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Stitcher. So what you're saying is there's like a thousand ways to download this thing. Many, many. Oh, there's also an RSS. You can get it from from Google, I think. Yes. I want it and, now. and it's all on the website. It's all on the. Yep. It's download or listen. I can't remember download. what it's called. Download. It's all there. So stop. I have it on my yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah, you honestly, say it's not there. I, I know people know. who barely understand English who can download this show. Yes. So yeah. why can't you? You guys, stop bothering Carrie. We need to, we need him around. Well, here's the thing. Now that I'm very upset, I need something to calm me. You want a beer? Like what? Oh, a picture of Christina Hendricks. Well, Katie, it- Katie Sackoff's side boob. Oh. 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 I thought she just wanted to go to Colorado. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. Let's go. We should... I have a Coco I want to get me one of those vaporizers yeah. and move to Colorado. No, what what you want? I've got this Coco No Bake recipe. Yeah, yeah, and we need to make some of those. Okay, let's do that for the next show. All right, let's go. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, Mr. B, I'm no? not playing. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Katie Katie Sackoff's yes. side boob. Mm? Yeah. Mm. Yay! You can thank Katie Sackoff herself for making the new Riddick movie rated R. What? Are they that great that side boob alone gives it an R rating? Bam. I've seen the side boob of wow. Katie Sackhoff. She's got this calendar out. Uh, it's a fundraiser. It's called Acting Outlaws, and it's just her and Trisha Helfer. What? Side boob? Nude oh. and semi-nude. Can I borrow oh. this for a second? Yeah. It's, and it's, it's some fundraiser. I don't remember what exactly the good they, cause is, but it's certainly raising my good cause. That's what it's, 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 it's a something raiser. But uh, Katie Sackhoff's side boob is... Glorious. I just need to work that calendar into my nightly prayer session. So here's here's what she says about the new Riddick movie that she is in. There's a shitload of blood, and there's little pieces of nudity here and there. Mm-hmm. There's my nudity too, but it's side boob for three to five seconds. It's not that big a deal. It's mostly for the language. My character and Matt Noble's character say fuck every other word. It's kind of fantastic, actually. <laughs> he must have said fuck like 15 times in every single scene. It's pretty awesome, so it's mostly for language. That's why the new Riddick movie is rated R. I will go and see a Riddick movie now. Yay! Hey, <laughs> bam. I, I like the Riddick movies. Simple I like Pitch Block a lot. Yeah, I, I, thought, right. I thought the second Riddick movie was just such batshit insanity that I kind of had to love it. Because yeah. it, is, it is a crazy fucking movie. They got some good games, too, based on the yeah. Riddick universe. Uh you know, Kenny Sackhoff's kind of amazing. I was rewatching the first season of Galactica last night, and you kind of forget how just awesome she is. Okay, so that, now Mr. B asked me this earlier, and I couldn't answer it. Help me. Because mm-hmm. we, were, we were in my car, and Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower came on. Yeah. Right. And he says, now, why was that in Battlestar Galactica? And I couldn't remember. Uh, well, that's the song that... It's like the Trigger song. Well, yeah, well, the, but why? Why? Because one of the five wrote it. In a past, in one of the past incarnations, uh, I don't think they ever said that. And it, but, yeah, it was, but all of the lost five would hear it randomly. Yeah, they would hear reason. it, and that's what that's what kind of got them clued into it. But, but it was in caveman times. But it was way. But that's the thing. Is, Bob, here's Bob thing. Dylan. Hang on. Hang on. Bob Slow Dylan's down. actually the primal Cylon. Mm. I was gonna say, is Bob Dylan a he fucking is. Cylon? He's he's Cylon. He's Cylon Alpha. 
Yeah. Interesting. And he's from zero. the future. And here I thought when, he looked like a caveman. They, I think he's timeless. No, because when they went to Earth, he was a, there was fucking cavemen. That's why I said, yeah, Gary, but, so did cavemen write that fucking and song? fucking cavemen. And they literally That's fucked cavemen. That's where we came from. But We're half cavemen. I, uh, I, would like to put, I would like to put out there that maybe Bob Dylan transcends space and time. The song was time around, is a loop. The song was around before the cavemen, though. Yeah, it was. So it wasn't the cavemen. And actually, because when they went to the first Earth that they thought was the new Earth, and it was already destroyed from nuclear war, yeah. and it was from one of the other colonies that had gone out there, that's when the five Cylons went, holy shit, we're hearing all along the Watchtower. So that song's hundreds of thousands of years I old. I think it's in their genetics. I think it is. Bob Dylan is Cylon Alpha, or he's a Gallifreyan Time Lord. I think it's that's, bullshit. Is what I think he's a Time is. Lord. Or... Or is I think it's it, oops, we fucked Is up. there reality like Ranyarok, where reality ends and then reboots? Cyclical. Is it like the four it's Vedic cyclical. cycles of Hinduism? Uh, that they go through their Rig Veda and everything destroyed, and all along the Watchtower was the cosmic oom that put everything together. You right? see, you see. I heard it's I heard it's a canceled TV series. You see why he? You see why Lee is on this show? I'm sorry, I just threw up. <laughs> <laughs> His ears are bleeding. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so that's uh, that's your uh, side. And since the universe is made of sound. And since you were talking about Christina Hendricks, mm. I happen to have... Were we? Yeah. I, I mentioned, oh, we were? <laughs> I mentioned <laughs> Christina Hendricks. Carrie just always hears that. I do always hear that. <laughs> have you sound. ever noticed how big her fucking tits are? Oh, wait, what? Have, what? You, have you seen the picture <laughs> of her husband, <laughs> that, the nerdy kid from Super Troopers? Yeah. Have you seen the picture of him? Look, there's a picture of him on the red carpet looking at him going, holy shit. Mine. These are mine. fucking huge. He's like, mine, 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 mine. <laughs> he just needs to sleep in there at night. Like, the I didn't bunk bed. notice her. It I'd was the our Miss Reynolds episode of Firefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I'd yeah. seen it twice, and my wife's just like, holy shit, those boobs. Oh, I fell in love with her then. I think they've gotten bigger since then, I didn't know who she was. Was, you know, and I fell in love with her on that episode. Yeah, I always said that redhead from the thing, you Saffron, know. and then there she is in Mad Men. Jesus, but uh, she is in a monster movie. Tell me, Cack of Booby Monster. Tell me, tell me, tell me, she's going to be in Pacific Rim with Ryan Gosling. Well, they oh, were together. Right. In, they were in Drive, drive together, yeah. Yeah. or she died horribly. Yeah, yeah, she deserved she it too. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She was a bitch. Big time. Uh, it is a. Uh, it is Mr. Gosling's directorial debut. Oh. Uh, a film that he also wrote. Is it called Hey Girl? Oh, I heard about this. Called it How was, to Catch a Monster. Yeah, it's like a, a fairy tale type thing where. Well, here's it's, here it is. Yeah, it is as it says here, modern day fairy tale, right? Here. Hey, good job. Uh, blends fantasy noir monsters and takes place in an underwater city. <laughs> what? That's why they Ryan, need. That's why they need Christina Hendricks. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <wrote Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could just imagine this, those so, things waving in the water. And this uh, isn't I wouldn't even right call now. for help. This isn't Bioshock. <laughs> Let's have she, a moment of silence for that thought. She uh, mm. yes. She has been cast as a single mother who gets sucked into a strange world chasing after her son Bones. Is this a, an adaptation bones. of something that Ryan Gosling wrote, or is it straight out of his brain? I think it's straight out of his brain. Wow. He got the idea when he curb stomped that dude in Drive. I just Bam. want to know who names their kid Bones. That's what I'm... Bones or Bones? A Star Trek fan. Bones. Corey, bones. do you think uh, Ryan Gosling's hot? Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you like his Hey Girl things? Those I do. I what are those? Yeah, those are they awesome. melt my little girl What are they? Cars. They're these little uh, <laughs> memes of oh. him. You know, hey, tell, hey, telling girl. girls like, hey, it's okay. There, like, there's one we put up on on Cat on Jimmy's wife's thing that said, "Hey, girl, I let you sleep in and went and set up your booth at the farmer's market." It's just <laughs> you know goofy <laughs> shit like that, but it's funny. Hey, the, girl, it's like eat the perfect husband. Vegetables, yes. I watch the uh, crazy, stupid love every time it's on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I have to admit, go, I do too. Right? I just yeah. like I'm just like oh. 
I, I just I have love him. I think he's a great actor. I just have yeah. an animated gif of him curb stomping that dude and drive. I'm telling you, drive that that was the thing that won me over with, with oh, Ryan yeah. Gosling was, was fucking drive. That that won me over. Oh, he, he no. won me over like he, I fell in love with him in the notebook. <laughs> in crazy stupid love. That was the notebook. But then for I was me. like cemented with drive i was just like it just yeah. fucking locked it inside Such my 80 year old heart you can talk to me for hours and try to convince me that drive is not the best picture of 2011 but you'll be fucking wrong what what one oscar nomination jimmy yeah one sound oscar fuck off so so, <laughs> so you're clearly wrong because yeah the but oscars we, are yeah. Always we've, we've seen that before i remember shannon losing his fucking shit the year pulp fiction didn't do anything in the academy awards oh, pulp yeah. fiction. Was that it was forrest gump, gump yeah. that year yeah <laughs> We, we were watching. We were watching the Academy Awards together, and Shannon was just literally like uh, almost going into berserker rages because. Yeah. Speaking and, well, and speaking of Tarantino, uh, Jimmy's got this uh, box set here. Well, yeah. sort of box set. I Thank guess. you for bringing that Ooh. to me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's called Double X or it's X-X? twenty, basically twenty years 20. of uh, Quentin Tarantino filmmaking. My favorite movie of all times. And that? when which one? A uh, True Romance. Yeah. Oh, it's in not, there too. Not directed by him, but written. But written by him. Are those and, all Blu-rays? Yeah. But uh, it, the reason, and the reason I bring this up is he was inter- being interviewed for the release of this, mm-hmm. and they ask him out of all of these movies, which one are you least proud of? Huh. And he said, uh, I, I, I think Death Proof is a bad movie. But really? He, but he made it to be. He said it but yeah, but I think it was, yeah, it's kind of made to be that. He way. said he, he just he said it himself. He said I'm not proud of. Death I Proof. think Death Proof. Uh, Robert Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino just got together and said, "Let's make some they goofy drunk, fucking movies." Yeah. You know, he he's he, it's uh, what one of my favorite omissions on this set though is um, Natural Born Killers movie that he wrote, Oliver yeah. Stone directed, oh, and he hate hates. And I, you know what? I hate that movie too. And he yeah. said flat out, "This is a case of a director who took my story and made a horrible movie." He should redo it. I don't I hate think, it that much. I don't. I've, I don't care for it. I don't despise it, but I, I'm not. I would choose many more films before I, I think if I, I, that I This is what I've always said about that movie. I feel like it's uh, uh, Oliver Stone masturbating on his celluloid. I think a different director would have made a, a much better movie out of it. I think he could. Restraints. Yeah. I just remember the anger at uh, like parents' groups. Oh, the blue hairs. When that movie came out. And uh, that just, I think I gave it a lot more. Credit because, credit of because of that. It's it's fun watching the commentary on these though, because like uh, with True Romance, there's there's commentary from Tarantino sure. on that, and he says um, my ending wasn't the ending that that Tony Scott shot. Tony Scott did a happy ending, mm-hmm. and he his his story ends very poorly. The shootout ends. The lady runs off with the money, and everybody else is dead. Yeah. And uh, Tony Scott said, "No, let's let's this is a fairy tale. Let's make a fairy tale ending." So here's here's Tarantino, who is a much bigger director now than Tony Scott, who's now dead. But yeah. uh, <laughs> saying, you know, he he was right. He was absolutely right. He made yeah. a better movie it's by by ending. putting this ending on there. And, That's a great movie too. Oh, it's fun. Um, can, can I ask how much does that thing? I know you don't pay for shit. But how much 60 does that bucks? thing cost? Actually, yeah. sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. That's, That's that not is, bad. That's actually, what, twenty movies. Can yeah. I can I look at it because Where, yeah. I or ten movies. I love Tarantino. I, yeah. I really do. Sixty bucks for that in Blu-ray? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't want to be in an elevator with him, but I really like his movies. It's funny because I've actually had been in an elevator with Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Is he nice? <laughs> yeah, he's really nice. I he's super mi- cool. I wouldn't mind talking to him. No, I I, I rode an elevator with him in L.A. and then I talked to him at Sundance. I he's think I'd really need a quaalude nice afterwards because the dude is hyper. Well, yeah. do you look at your feet? He is what? hyper, and I'll say this: I don't get starstruck a lot. Yeah, but that was the one where I was like, my first words were, "I just want to say I appreciate your work, and I, I very much enjoy your films." Here, I say this: I say this with all humility. Quentin Tarantino is one of the few people that I could talk to who I would feel stupid around. 
Well, I really would. Shit like, oh, he steals his fucking ideas from everybody. So no, does everybody he, else. Yeah, exactly. No, he's he, just, he's well versed in cinema. So, and, oh, and it's got Jackie Brown in Jackie it. Brown. I, that, so dude, watch that Jackie Brown again. People it. give that movie yeah. shit. That movie's Why? fucking underrated. I loved it when it came out. Yeah. Right. I am. I saw it like five times in the theater. I, I, I am wanted... the hugest fan of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you are. This is one of the. This is one of the movies that, as as an adult, this is the only movie I've ever watched on a Friday. And I was like, I need to see see that shit again tomorrow. We yeah. saw that. We saw that. I remember. Crossroads. I saw it with you twice on the opening weekend, and I know you no, saw, I saw it with that that sorority girl I was dating that uh, uh, first I remember. night. And then we all and then the and then I was like, oh, right. oh fuck, let's go let's, see yeah, on Saturday. And I'll tell you right now, uh, as we're recording this, there's two films. We're, we're in the in the deep end of uh, word season right now with us uh, film critics, and there's two films that we haven't seen that I think that will definitely be in award season. One is The Hobbit, mm-hmm. and the other one's Jane Go Unchained. Oh, I am more I excited to see Django Unchained than I am The Hobbit. Uh, I love two things: westerns, yeah, like like the new kind of western, mm-hmm. and Tarantino. I'm like, I, so I'm, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm excited to see The Hobbit, but yeah. there's something about Django Unchained I think looks I'm, fucking that's, amazing. That's, that's, his, yeah. that's his record yeah. collection that he's playing. Yeah, on the that's, soundtrack. That's the other thing that I so love. All the, all the cracks oh, and pops from the record. That's his record. He makes the best goddamn soundtracks. He does. He does. He does. I mean, like they're amazing. But you know what I love the most about Django Unchained coming out? Hmm? It means that Django finally got cleaned up and released on Blu-ray. The, oh, yeah, the they're, loosely they're re-releasing on. a lot of them, yeah. Franco, Franco Nero's Django, which mm-hmm. is the quintessential badass spaghetti western. This is a dude who hauls a fucking coffin through the desert. Yeah. And you know what's in that coffin? A Gatling cannon. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just this is one of those forgotten spaghetti westerns. So yeah. because... Tarantino's so obsessed with it. He even uses the theme from Django in the Django trailer. Um, and Franco Nero's in Django, too. Yeah. But but because of that, they have very nicely cleaned up the, the original, I think it was 1968, that they, yeah. made, they made Django. And uh, it looks fantastic. And you couldn't get the Italian dub. The movie sounds like shit in English. Yeah. The, the song sounds stupid in English. But the Italian version of it's amazing. So because of Tarantino... We get this badass restoration I, of a really good movie. I read the script. I will say it fell off a truck in the middle of the street, and I was just happy to pick it up. Uh, read it in one sitting of Django Unchained, and yeah. it's phenomenal. Cool. It's so fucking good. And as I was reading, and, and, and this is, I knew who they had casted, it's written for Christoph Waltz. And it's one of those performances that if he nails it again like he did in Glorious Bastards... He's going to get nominated? He'll, he'll get nominated in a heartbeat. Well, can you so, imagine the performance he's going to pull out of Jamie Foxx? Because that guy can act. Jamie Foxx, you know who I'm excited about? Because he always does those roles where, you know, like uh, John Travolta. He pulled him out of the gutters and said, yeah. let's make him. Yeah. Don Johnson. I'm excited to see what he's going to do Don with Don. Don Johnson's in this thing? Don yeah. Johnson. So, he uh, plays Don a plantation owner. Don Johnson's great in uh, and, Expand it Down. And Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Who's fucking phenomenal. Right. Say what yeah. you want to do about yeah. Leo, but well, I don't really say shit. anything about Is it, this Ryan. his opus? Maybe. He, and he's he playing a bad guy, too. The, the, the role that he's playing is a fucking asshole in this film, which I am so DiCaprio? excited to see. And you, yeah. kind of, you kind of imagine, when, when you read what little of it you can read, he's like an old southern gentleman, but he's a young dude in this. So that, well, Yeah, it was written for an older guy. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Shannon, before I forget, too, uh, these DVDs, mm-hmm. in conjunction with that, they're doing another one of those event screening things. Uh-huh cleaned up versions of Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs are going to be playing yeah. theatrically. I, you know what? I'll go. Well, while, while you brought up Reservoir Dogs, I was going to mention this. One of my favorite <laughs> moments of filmmaking is in Reservoir Dogs. Everyone you talk to who's seen Reservoir Dogs said, I cringed when yeah. when they cut the ear off of... Yeah. Uh, Michael, Michael Madsen? Madsen cut the ear off of... Uh, uh, the, 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 the cop. The, the cop. The cop. Yeah. I can't remember the character's name. Um, and they said, oh, it was just so gross. 
Watch it again. They didn't show the shit. The camera pans. Yep. You don't actually see any ear. It's getting cut off. It's essentially yeah. it's you um, hear it. It's in your head. You another great film it. that we've seen. It's uh, Hitchcock with Anthony Hopkins that we yeah. saw, and it's the exact same thing. It's these. There's some great scenes about him dealing with the board of conduct, and they go, "You can't show a girl getting stabbed to death in a shower scene." He goes, "I didn't show you anything yeah. because your mind's putting it together, but I didn't show yep. you shit." No, I, I was convinced that this dude did get his ear sliced off because mm-hmm. Shannon saw it. And he's telling me about Reservoir Dogs, and he's freaking out about that scene. So we finally watch it. Yeah. Like, he didn't get his ear cut off, but this dude. Yeah, <laughs> Some well, people. That's, that's why I can't watch horror movies, and that's why I can't go to the um, haunted house. It's like the it may have been uh, It may have been Vice that told me the story, but I know another critic told me that because Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs came out at Sundance. Mm-hmm. And when they first showed that screening, I heard that people were just walking out. Like, this is mm-hmm. bullshit. I'm not watching this. Yeah. And they're like, I didn't show you anything. Yeah. There, you know. there, there, were people, <laughs> there were people who were getting pissed off just from the opening monologue. Uh, the the waitress bit, which is one, that's an amazing that's scene. Amazing. It is so, so great, so, so, so good. And speaking of uh, like our last episode, we were talking about Biddy Nation, mm-hmm. the Sundance crowd. What the fuck is wrong with the Sundance crowd? These walking indie- out, walking out of shows that have maybe a little bit of violence oh, or something. They do it all the time, though. I know they're just they're so, they're more into showing off their harumph. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they they want to make it all about that. I think they do do that on purpose. Yeah. I think they know when going, they're going to walk out. They make it all about them rather than. Well, the I film. know they're all going to walk out of my movie. This Year. Damn right they will. <laughs> I worked hard on that thing. Mandelabra Unchained. Mandelabra Unchained. <laughs> I, like I just it. couldn't believe I got walking to do it. I can't. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the Mandelabra. Like it's. I've been holding these candles if they're, forever. If they're going to stay true to the, to that screenplay that I read, it's it's perfect Tarantino dialogue. Good. It's and it's I will say Kill Bill esque violence. Good. So. I've had this candle and uh, I I loved Inglorious Bastards. Uh, oh, so good. <laughs> See, that so was many. like we kind of joked with uh, Kevin Smith, where like uh, oh, Red State was like the first film he made, you know. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to say the same thing about Quentin Tarantino, but there's there was a bump up from his yep. styles of filmmaking to, to Inglorious Bastards. Not that the other ones are shit because they're amazing, no. but there was just something yeah, different. But, but Inglorious Bastards is the only movie I have ever seen where the most tense scene in the entire mil- movie is 15 minutes of dialogue. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. bit we'll in the bar, the opening? and a no, glass the of bit milk. in the bar, the bar too. But well, the, the, the opening with the, with the the Jewish with people the hiding underneath the. Yeah. Oh sure, yeah, that's intense as hell. But there's the whole there's the whole bit where the where the where, uh, where the Secret Service officer yeah. is dissecting the accent of a fastbender. Yeah, he's yeah. ripping fastbender, and 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 I think that scene's 15 minutes long. It's, I need to watch that. Well, again. And, it's so long, and they're playing the game with they're, him. Yeah, and oh the, yeah, the the card. Yeah, Jesus, well, and, and of course everybody dies. And can I say going back to what you were said before, people like say. Oh, he steals all his ideas. I actually sat and watched the original Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. And it was an entertaining film because it was bad. But he took like the the, the idea behind that, that, that movie and made such a better fucking sure. movie. So I just, good. I just love that it's a science fiction movie. Because, mm. you know, Hitler dies in the theater. No, I love it. With a yeah. machine gun to the gun. To truly understand base. something, you just kind of take something apart and then you put it back together. And right. again, there's the argument that Shakespeare, none of his works were original either. Yeah. So right. you, uh, all it is is an idea, and then it's what you do with it. I think exactly. the one thing that people do give him shit about, I, and, I, and I kind of agree a little bit, is that he doesn't acknowledge a lot of the things where he takes from. Mm-hmm. He doesn't you know, publicly say, yeah, I took it from Not this. Not that movie, that. but if you go to any of the, uh, what is the, the QT Fest, the, the Quentin Tarantino festivals, mm-hmm. where, and he says, these are the movies that rock yeah. my, you know, mm-hmm. that rock my world. But yeah, I just, mm-hmm. ugh, I'm excited for Django. 
Let's go see it together. Let's all go. Uh, well, it, 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 as of now, we haven't seen it, but as this recording comes out, I think we the, screen, the screening maybe had been passed, so I, I can see if I can Hobbit get you guys too. in. I, I will have just seen The Hobbit about 150 times by the time Django comes out. I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. There's a Hobbit movie coming you, out? I think yeah. you might be, Lee. Well, it, the, one, of, one of the doctors is playing one of my favorite wizards, so that's cool. I'll say this. Like I said, I'm excited for Django. The, the one thing I am excited about Hobbit, though, is the 48 frames. Yep. And the fact that they're showing it to us critics, I'm very excited for. What, what I'm hearing is is that, uh, and you guys have seen it by, by the time this comes mm-hmm. out, is that uh, you notice it for a few minutes. Yeah. And then you just accept it. Your brain processes it fine, yeah. and suddenly it's just all crisp and clear and beautiful. Did you see the uh, tweets from, uh, from people coming out of the theater? I think, what, was it Brian Singer t- uh, tweeted right after he saw the world premiere of it, and he said, I've got frame rate envy. Mm. So mm. I, I'm excited. Well, it could change things. But it's the same thing as like when I was in there watching Dark Knight, uh, and every time I see that, whatever setting you have, then where I'm like, no this shake. Look, yeah. yeah, where I'm like, this looks like a fucking, uh, vid- like, a, uh, like a home video. Yeah. For like a, probably about five minutes, I'm like, it's really distracting, and then it's just gone. Yeah. It's, and, and that's only uh, just Blu-ray and uh, plasma screen. That's that's yeah. all, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's just nice and clear. But when you get it that clear, and it, it does bother you at first. Yeah. Well, I'm poor, Carrie. <laughs> he, he made it sound like I have some sort of special setup. You know, it's well, no, diamond. So I just, I, I just, that's all it is. I remember the first time I saw it was uh, Iron Man when you were showing yeah. Iron Man over yeah. here, and I was like, what "The fuck? What the fuck? Did somebody it's, break it's, in and film this with their?" Not- no. You know? It's not that we're accusing you of flaunting your wealth or status. It's the fact that Christian Bale and Tom Hardy were actually reenacting their scenes from <laughs> Dark Knight Rises in your living room. No, I'm just trying to say that's the only, that's the yeah. setup. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, take a break. We got, I got news about uh, a sequel to a beloved film <gasps> what? that you may not be happy about. Fox in the Hell Three. After these messages, we'll be right back. Poor. The Atomic Arcade. I love this place. 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. Downstairs from Cruiser's Bar across the street from a bar named Sue. Great place to wake up your reflexes before you go home or get a few games in, blow off some steam on your work or your lunch break. Classic arcade games for play at classic prices. Free admission, that's the best part, and no hassle with those tickets. You got your Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. You get the idea. It's a great escape from the nagging girl or boyfriend, spouse, or kids. Or You're not going to feel weird playing around a bunch of little kids. You know what I'm saying? Perfect for date night or hanging out with the geeks night. You just walk across the parking lot. you got soap, cupcake, Nielsen's, frozen yogurt, all that stuff happening there. There is a repairman and video game expert on site every day, so all games should work correctly the first time. They are open seven days a week. That's good. And open late, even better. All games are only 25 to 50 cents, so check them out on Facebook, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive is their address. Tell them Geek Show says hey. Hey there, digital comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well, a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Bolt's website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Bolt's get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town, after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. 
But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. This is the broken news portion of GeekShowPodcast.com. The episode, uh, I was going to call it Tony Scott was pushed. <laughs> right now, I, as the episode's being put together, I still don't know what it'll be called. It might be called Tony Scott was pushed. That's the name of his autobiography. Yep. I was pushed. I was pushed. All right. Uh, it's broken news uh, because uh, I, I, I always say this. You should know this stuff because you have an internet. Yeah. But then I get emails from people all the time who say, no, I rely on broken news because I work. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Okay. They limit my access. All right. So that's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll, that's, that's why we're here. Uh, Jimmy Martin joining me here in the basement for Hello. broken news. How's it going? Uh, fine. Now, uh, all this week I've been getting emails about Ghostbusters 3. It's not happening. Stop it. And I'm just, you know... <laughs> I know, and, and maybe it is the, the folks who aren't like us on the internet all the time yeah. and are reading these stories all the time. Maybe yeah. it is that, that person, so I won't, I won't bring the hammer down. But I'm sorry, Bill Murray never said he was going to do it, okay? All week, you have yet to see any evidence from any credible source that said Bill Murray on the red carpet for his movie where he's FDR said, I'm going to do Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. All right. There was no credible source. It didn't happen. He did fuck with people, though. On he that, did. That, that award show when he yes. showed up in the, in the suit in the proton pack. Yes. But that was it. That was, and that was a <laughs> long time ago. So nothing has been said about Bill Murray and Ghostbusters 3. The only quotes that we've had this week... Is Aykroyd again? <laughs> what does he do now? That's all he does. Is he pimps Ghostbusters three? That's what he does. He sells vodka. He sells his vodka. He's doing very well. Uh, but that he said it's going forward, and we've always known it will go forward. It's gonna. You're going to get a Ghostbusters three. Yes. Yeah. Or a reboot. Whether it's a reboot or whether it's a three, yeah. you're going to get more Ghostbusters because people love them and there's too much money to be yeah, made. So it's too big a franchise. But nowhere did Bill Murray say he was going to be in it. Let me just get that clear right now. <laughs> if you're going to get a Jurassic Park 4, you're going to get a Ghostbusters 3. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'm done talking about Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> but Dan's not. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd isn't. Danny, call me. We'll go have some drinks. We'll talk. I'll, ta I'll talk you down off the clock tower, buddy. <laughs> Because someone's got to. Jesus. I would love to sit down with you and talk. Just for an hour about anything, dude. And he's not holding a rifle. It's a ham sandwich. But, but, the <laughs> but the last thing I would say to you is, you really got to stop running your mouth about Ghostbusters 3 until something's going for real. Yeah. Okay? Uh, if people ask you, just say, we're working on it. That's all you say. That's all you say. Don't give them anything but we're working on it. I think if he, he believes that if he doesn't mention it every three days, it disappears. <laughs> Like Tinkerbell, you have to clap. <laughs> Otherwise, it ceases to exist. <laughs> All right. That's fine. <clears throat> Let me get my pen out here, and we'll get going here. Yeah. All right. Um, many things are happening this week. Uh, you, Jimmy Martin. You. Me. Tron fan. Ah, uh, yeah. Did you hear about this? Uh, I heard something. Enlighten me. You hear about this? <laughs> you hear about this one? You hear about this one? 
Huh? Jay? Jay Leno? Uh, another Tron. Oh, yeah, sure. Another Tron. It's, it's looking like it's going forward. Uh, this is the, uh, uh, the sequel to Tron Legacy. Uh, step forward with Disney negotiations to hire Jesse uh, Wigutau to pen the latest draft of the script. Uh, Joseph Kaczynski, who directed Legacy, is attached to Helm the installment. Cool. Looks like it's probably going to go forward. Nice, nice. And uh, so you're going to get more, more Tron. Yay. Which is uh, good for good for Jimmy Martin. Yay for me. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Sin City 2. This was uh, a big casting question. Uh, what with the death of Michael Clark Duncan? Oh, yeah. Uh, that character that he played in that, I don't recall the name, don't ask me, uh, is in this sequel from the Frank Miller comics. It's yeah. called A Dame to Kill For, and this character is in, the, is in those comics. So the question is, who are they going to cast? Well, you need an eight-foot-tall African-American. <laughs> With a deep voice. <laughs> With a deep voice. So that means the Allstate guy. And a heart of gold. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Haspert has stepped in. Oh, the president from uh, the president 2044. From the Allstate guy. That's right. <laughs> the Allstate guy. <laughs> he's not doing anything. Well, as he's crushing your head between his hands, he'll ask, <laughs> are you in good hands? It's terrible. Da-da-da. <laughs> Da-da-da. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Anyway, they've, they've cast him in that role. And is, he, is he a big guy? Uh, from what I understand, he's a big guy. He's not, he's not big like Duncan. Yeah. I mean, Duncan was a But he's tall. Man. Yeah, he's tall. Okay. And he's got the voice. You know, he's got that incredible voice. So, there you go. He does have a good voice. Yeah. He makes me want to buy insurance. Um, everyone was uh, talking about uh, a, a Pacific Rim sequel already in the works. <laughs> I saw this. Did you hear about this? <laughs> Seven months away. You hear about this? The movie isn't even open. Seven months away. They're talking about a sequel, and all the fans were just like, "Oh, good." <laughs> and again, I got to talk you down. Yeah, I'm here to talk you down. You remember they did the same thing with Green Lantern. Yeah. All right. They were pretty confident, and they were like, "We want to be ready to hit the ground running." Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, it's bad when a movie ends, and it's always like, you know, the end? Question mark? And there's never a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Just looks like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we fucked up. Sorry. I can tell you this about Guillermo del Toro, though. He's a handsome man. Who's <laughs> you lied, Jimmy Martin. I did. Uh, he's working on a million things always, right? This is real. What I'm about to tell you, sure? you is real. You're positive. Guillermo del Toro <laughs> has been working with... I can't even just... I can't even go here. Yeah. Now, have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? Of course you have. Yeah. You were thinking to yourself, you know what that needs? Songs and dance numbers. Oh, we're totally missing songs and dance <laughs> numbers. He has been working with Paul Williams. Okay. You know who that is, right? Name, yeah. yeah. Paul Williams. Uh, he's Little Enos from the Smokey and the Bandit movies, but <laughs> but he's uh, that's what he's most well known for. But he is a songwriter. Yeah. He has written hundreds of songs, songs that you know. Mm -hmm. He also wrote uh, the Mupp the original Muppet movie songs, oh. the first one, the Frog Rainbow Lights. Connection, okay. all those. What he wrote those? Damn. Yeah. Well, he could do this, and he is uh, doing. He, so he's hiring the Paul Williams to do the lyrics, and composer Gustavo. Santaulala to write the music for Pan's Labyrinth the Musical. <laughs> it is happening. That is a thing. No. That is a real thing. That is more real than your Pacific Rim 2. Will it be in Spanish? I don't know. Because wasn't yeah, it was. The movie was. I, if Paul Williams writing it, no. No. No, it'll be in English. 
It could be a Spanish version of Rainbow Connection. <laughs> Wait, I've heard this shit before. And as long as somewhere in the script they're managed to sneak in in the song, I'd like to kick his ass just once. <laughs> Little Enos, Smokey and the Bandit, look it up. All right. See, and every story that comes out of Gamma, I don't believe unless it says shit and motherfucker. That's least, true. At least three times. Because he, he's working on a million projects. He's got his TV series. He's got... He loads up his projects like he's at a buffet. <laughs> yes! And well, look at a it. A little bit of this and a little bit of this. And look at Stop it. Stop eating your projects. I need to sit down with Guillermo for about an hour and talk him down. <laughs> Dan, I need hang to get on a him, second. him and Dan Aykroyd in a room. You better bring a lot of food. Together. <laughs> and I'll sit down with them both. It'll come out and say Guillermo's going to make Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> That's what would happen out of that meeting. I would, I would try to calm them down. Ackroyd would walk out and go, Guillermo del Toro is doing Ghostbusters 3. And it will still never happen. And it will still never happen. Because you got two, you got two guys who start a million projects and finish one. <laughs> All right, sorry. Got off the track here. Let's see. Let me find some, some stuff here. All right. Uh, Jumanji. I like that movie. Yeah. It was all right. How would you like a remake? No, thank you. No, they're just going to start over. They're just going to start over. It's Forget my that turn to roll. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's. Uh, looks like they're working on a uh, a remake. Wouldn't you it. throw the board game in the trash after that happened? I just wouldn't play. I it would anymore. think. I would think. Uh, Zach Helm is uh, writing it, and uh, yeah, so there you go. All right. He's uh, he's uh, uh, he's uh, Stranger Than Fiction, Mister okay. Mister Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Uh, he just recently worked on The Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller, which is coming out. Haven't heard uh, of that one. So uh, that's uh, it's based on a classic uh, story. Yeah. All right. So there's that. Uh, let's see. Oh, we could wait on that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is breaking news, so I'll, I'll uh, just throw it out there because uh, I'm sure we'll have a follow-up. And I wish Lee was here because he's the Highlander fan. Uh, this guy, um, uh, Juan Carlos Fresnaldillo. Sounds right. Who <laughs> <laughs> was working on 28 Weeks. He, he did 28 Weeks Later. Uh, he was working on the Highlander reboot with Come Ryan on. Reynolds. Yeah. He has uh, now left the project, citing creative differences. Somebody got mad. Which always, you know, if it's, if it's scheduling, if it's budget, if it's anything like that, I understand people walking away from a project. But when you have someone say, I'm walking away because I don't like what the company wants me to do with it. Yeah. That says something. It's true. That says something. So uh, I would hope that uh, someone good gets in there. Deadline reports that the split was amicable. All, div- <laughs> all divorces say that, by yeah, the way. Never, so, you know. never true. Uh, it came about after... Uh, uh, Juan Carlos and the higher-ups at Summit Entertainment couldn't find common ground on exactly what the film should be. Remember, this is the studio that brought us Twilight, so oh, you shit. have to kind of wonder. <laughs> They've done some okay things. They have. All right. But anyway, that's, uh, that's going on with that. So that's bad news for Mr. Cade. Um, I'm, I want to close with the story of a true asshole and that kind of geek, so let me put that down there. <laughs> uh, oh, you're going to love this story. Really? It's, it's coming up. Okay. And I wish Mr. B was here because it involves Superman. Um, <laughs> Shit. You might not want him here. <laughs> uh, they have cast uh, uh, Harry Osborn for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Uh, it is that uh, creepy kid from Chronicle. Oh, the blonde. Yeah, yeah. the creepy blonde. Uh, Dane DeHaan, DeHaan is his name. He's a good actor. I liked him. And, uh, yeah, so uh, he is going to be uh, Harry Osborn. They still haven't cast Norman Osborn, I noticed. Have they not? No. No mention of Norman Osborn 
anywhere. Yeah. It's getting kind of late in the game. Dan Aykroyd, you, are you busy? Busy, Danny? <laughs> I could be an excellent Norman Osborn. Have right. you seen my script for Ghostbusters 3? God damn it. Norman Osborn is directing Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, all these uh, X-Men Days of Futures Past uh, uh, rumors that are going around, mm-hmm. uh, they're contacting a lot of the old cast. I love that. To do uh, cameos mm-hmm. in this in this new... Uh, this It's a sequel to The Last X-Men, which is... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. The one in the 60s. <laughs> I can't remember the name. The, God damn it. The X-Men 3? Yeah, the Last Stand. No, no, not, not three, but the one the one that took place in the sixties. Oh, it's, uh, first class, first class. Yeah. Thank you. This one is called Days of Future Past, and it is the sequel to that. Mm-hmm. But it's also going to incorporate from the other X Men movies. That's what I love. It's kind of doing that whole Marvel Universe thing again. So they're talking to Ian McKellen. Yeah. They're talking to uh, Patrick Stewart, but they are also talking to uh, Wolverine. Well, he's in first class. Yes. They're also talking to Halle Berry and James Marsden. Nice. To uh, to do Cyclops and uh, Storm. That's cool. Now, they haven't signed anything yet, but that just says that they're willing to bring in people from these old movies to do this this future, this bad future that we need to avoid. Nice. That's so, cool. I think that's really cool and uh, uh, looking forward to that. So as soon as contracts are signed, that's what we'll let you know. But know that they are talking to them. That much we do know. All right. Here's the story of great assholedom. <laughs> Assholio. Um, now, Superman, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. New movie. Excited. Saw those new posters. They're badass. With him in handcuffs. I don't even want to. Is that, that what this is about? No. That, that, okay. No, I just, I'm just talking about those. Because people's reaction to that blew me away. What were they saying? We're like, stupid people. Superman couldn't be held in handcuffs. No shit. No shit. He's choosing he would, to do he it. He would willingly go because it's the right thing to do, whatever. If God he was convi- damn it. If he's convicted of a crime, he will go and face you Of know, course justice. he would. He could kill everyone. Don't you understand? What part of truth, justice, and the American way don't you understand? Shut the fuck up. Normal criminals can break out of handcuffs sometimes. <laughs> who said that? I want to find out. There's a lot of people. I want to find those people and we, just remove them from the internet. We posted that poster on the on Big Movie Jesus. page, and they were just losing it. I'm like, Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. It's like all these people bitching about Spider-Man and the comics. I'm like, God damn it. It's just, <laughs> it's just stories, all right? Anyway. Uh... This movie's not even out until June, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. June. Somewhere around there. Safe to say, hard to make a final judgment, right? Sure. Not if you're Yahoo. <laughs> okay. Yahoo has the movie listed as one of its most disappointing movies of 2012. Wait, what? I know. Here we go. Uh, the crew of Yahoo has not somehow gained a magical privilege of seeing the movie they six and a half months before. That didn't stop writer Jonathan Crow from including the flick in his list of 2012 bummers. Now, it opens in 13. Yeah. Okay. Crow's 10-part piece, uh, piece includes examinations of flops like John Carter, okay. Battleship, sure. along with critically divisive but financially successful films like Prometheus, Total Recall, Red Dawn. That's to be expected. All of these films were released this year. Then for some reason in the middle of this list, he thought that it would be important to dish about his big beef with Superman. Here's what he writes. 
For the upcoming reboot, Superman Man of Steel, director Zack Snyder, who took off Superman's red, took off Superman's red briefs. That's right, the 300 director changed the iconic uniform of the last son of Krypton, and now he looks like he should be on the luge instead of fighting crime. What happened to tradition? Really? That's enough to put it on his biggest bummers of, That's tw- all he wrote? of 2012. That he changed the uniform. The fact that the uniform is going to be different, he put it on his list of biggest bummers of 2012 because he ain't got the underwear. Ugh. Now look. How is he working at Yahoo? Exactly. First of all, we've had this talk with Mr. B, the biggest Superman fan in the world. Yeah. Shannon says, I'm cool with the underwear being gone. If you think about it, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. Well, it's like it's most costumes don't transfer very well from page to screen. Exactly. You know, uh, Christian Bell ain't rocking a blue tights and, and, a, and blue underwear. You know why? Because he'd look fucking retarded if he did. Why does one wear your underwear on the outside is a bigger, better question, <laughs> yeah. sir. Why? I don't. You can call it iconic all you want. The question is why. I think the suit looks badass. The suit looks fine. I think like that that chainmail uh, mesh to it. Yes. Ugh. So he's just he's that kind of he's that kind of geek and that kind of critic. It sounds like an asshole. Yeah. So Jonathan Crow, geek show no like you. <laughs> so there. And Yahoo, uh, just uh, yeah, 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 chew him. Chew a new ass. Yeah, just let him know he's an idiot. Don't have my underwear. You, you have to have the, where's your underwear? <laughs> God you know forbid you change something for a different kind of vision. Exactly. What happened to tradition? Look, it's bad enough that he's got the curly hair in the middle of his forehead. <laughs> I know DC insists on that. Yeah. Because I talked with uh, uh, our friend uh, Ryan Otley uh, about drawing yeah. iconic characters, and he said, oh, drawing Superman was the biggest pain in the ass because yeah, sure. DC has rules. Yeah. You have to do this. You can't do this. Absolutely. You know? And one of the things was is that the curl had to be just right. And I'm like, really? And he says, oh, they're that way about it in the movies, too. DC will insist yeah. that that curl is just right. And I'm like, it's distracting as fuck! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> don't need it. Anyway. I just... I just... I, I don't want to live in a world where it's the exact same thing every time. Exactly. You know, let's change it up a little. Sometimes people can do better things. New. Don't be afraid of change. Yeah. Don't that, be an old person. All right. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. All right. Uh, you got a couple of things. Yeah. That's, that's what I have for broken news. So there we go. I got a quite a few releases and stuff just to kind of talk about real quick. Uh, I've mentioned their titles a few times, and I just want to make everybody well aware that uh, Kino, I don't know if you guys know this production company, they put out just kind of oddball movies and stuff from the 60s and 70s and, and some, some newer stuff, too. But they have a ton of titles out for the gifting holidays. Uh, Putin's Kiss. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this one. Die Nabo-Ugin. I have no idea. I'd love the name of it, though. Uh, a Fritz Lang, the early words uh, collection. Oh, spell it. Uh, F-R-I-T-Z. No, I know how to spell Fritz Lang. No. Oh. <laughs> Diahoo. Oh, it's D-I-E. D-I-E. Next word is N-I-B. N-I-B. E-L. E-L. U-N. U-N. G-E-N. G. Yeah, okay. I was surprised you didn't know how to spell Fritz. Dinibbelgengentid. All right. Right? I know who Fritz Lang is. All right. The Blue Angel. There's a movie called Barren Blood. I'm excited about this one because I've always had conversations with film film nerds uh who's better charlie chaplin or buster keaton oh. and i'm a buster keaton fan okay and they have a 14 disc blu-ray set of all his not buster all keaton his, buster keaton's films that's cool that's really cool the david oselznick collection uh last a couple weeks ago i mentioned alps uh the penalty is coming out 
some older, like, uh, I think in the 60s, female vampires out. Another one called Exorcism. Abraham Lincoln. This is not Spielberg's. This is D.W. Griffith's Abraham Lincoln. Oh. All these old ones. And then Pete Walker collection. So tons, check them out. It's, it's Kino, K-I-N-O. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff coming out. Uh, let's see. A game I've been playing. I think I mentioned this a little bit, but uh, uh, we call it Midway Arcade Origins. I've been playing that a lot. Oh, those are great. And uh, I wrote some of the... Cause I didn't know a lot of the games that were in it because I hadn't got my hands on it too much. But uh, Defender... Uh, Gauntlet, Joust, Rampage, APB, Marble Madness, uh, Rampart, Root Beer Tapper, which I love because that was in um, uh, Wreck-It Ralph, Wreck it Ralph uh, Smash TV, Spy Hunter, Super Off-Road, Super Sprint, and Tubin. I don't oh, even want to think about how many quarters I spent playing Defender. Right? And this is, I think it's like 30 bucks, you Def- know. You know. Playing Defender at the Safeway in Spanish Fork on lunch uh, uh, during school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think, were you playing Epic Mickey 2 as well? I am, yes. Yeah, I started playing that one. Having recently. fun. Yeah, it's a cool game. It's a great little game, isn't it? Yeah, I enjoy it. If you're a Disney fan, you'll love it. Uh, there's a documentary that came out that they sent me called America Stripped. Have you seen this guy who does this? No. His name is David Palmer, and basically his whole thing is just being nude in front of a camera and getting, getting people off the street, right? It, when you first think of that, you're like, that sounds kind of interesting. It's not. No. Sorry. No, he's got a problem. <laughs> yeah, so the one that I, they sent me was Naked Las Vegas. You know my wang fear, so. <laughs> oh, this is full of wang, so you just wouldn't Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to watch this. Uh, and let's see. I think that might be it. Uh, lastly, I do want to mention, and this is how I'm going to try to get you and everybody else to come to Comic-Con with me. Uh, and, and well, maybe, you, you know I'm in. Yeah. If. If. I got some big things in the works That's right, right now. And, 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 if, and if, they, if they work out, I'm, I'm in. I'm going. Well, the reason I want to bring why I want you to come, because there's a man out there for the past God, three or four years I've known this guy. And he found me uh, who has made my life amazing down there. Uh, and at Sundance, and basically, because you guys always say Jimmy's going to all the parties and whatnot. Yes. Well, this guy gets, sends me a list of the coolest parties, and so I was talking the other day, and he's like, yeah, can you just you know do a little shout-out? And I was like, absolutely. His name's Christopher Ryan, and he works with Oceanside Entertainment. This guy puts out the list. I, it'll blow your mind. So if you come down to Comic-Con, Christopher will send his list. Well, we're, we're at Sundance. <laughs> and he, at Sundance, too. He will be at Sundance. Geek so. Show is at Sundance. So I, we will throw all we can to this man because he has made my life special. Much love to you, sir. So right. that's it from me. That's it from you? Yeah. That's it from me. We'll get back to the episode that I guess we're calling it Tony Scott was pushed because I, I ain't got anything better. Oh. Other than maybe Katie Sackhoff's side boob. Ooh. Uh, I, I, I was pushed. Tony Scott was pushed. (laughs) Please do enjoy. Hey, it's Carrie. Uh, Listen, this holiday season, give the gift of William Shatner. Yes, you can do it. He's coming to town, Kingsbury Hall, January 22nd, one night only. This is the one-man show he did on Broadway. It sold out for weeks, got rave reviews. It's called Shatner's World. We just live in it. It's music. It's multimedia. It's him telling stories. And you can give the gift of William Shatner to a fellow Shatner worshiper this holiday season. Christmas. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, ha, 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 All fine suggestions. So uh, here's how you get tickets. Call 801-581-7100 or visit kingtix.com. It's at Kingsbury Hall, January 22nd. Good seats as low as 30 bucks or 50 or 60, all the way up to a VIP meet and greet. You will meet and greet William Shatner for $150. All very reasonable price for this one-time event. It is Shatner's World, Kingsbury Hall, January 22nd, 581-7100 or kingtix.com. 
Hi, this is Nathan Computer Girl from PC Laptops. For me, the holiday season is a time of family, friends, joy, and love. It's also a time of year where we get to enjoy juicy turkey, Peking duck, and cranberry sauce. I just love Peking duck and cranberry sauce. For my family, it's one of the happiest times of the year. But for many families, it's about hunger. You can make it a happy, fluffy season for those families in need. All you need to do is drop off a bag of non-perishable food at any one of our PC Laptops locations. The food will go directly to the food bank. To make it easier, PC Laptops will give you another $100 off any new desktop or laptop computer if you bring in a bag of food. So let's all be happy little elves and support good karma by bringing in a bag of food. I would personally like to thank you for your generosity and support. Please visit any one of our locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com because at PC Laptops, we really love you. And we're back. Yay! So fantastic. <laughs> what happened to Corey? I killed her and ate her. <laughs> oh, wow. Clearly. <laughs> Fucking whopping her. I was hungry. Even after the wonderful pizza we had from the Sugar House, I, I, I ate pizza. I oh. cut her up, and she was on some of that pizza. Oh, okay, that's why wow. it tasted delicious. So uh, Estes Pizza, the Sugar House location. Sugar House. Go in and tell them Geek Show says hey, and they'll give you a discount, ten percent, I believe. Ten yeah, percent. Yeah. Really? There's, a, there's yeah. a button on the cashier button. Wow. On the machine. Yeah. That's really good business. Sense. He says they're actually getting some good response to it. Really? That's good. Yeah. Huh. So this just it. in. Scott Wait, Paris ate a woman. Oh. <laughs> Did you touch your headphones when you said that? You, you that. make everything sound so dirty. <laughs> I was trying to. I thought that would happen. All right. Uh, they're good, though. Uh, so, Scott Pierce has joined us, uh, a TV critic from the, uh, from the Salt Lake Tribune. Yay, for, for the now. Salt Lake Tribune. He was just wandering around the neighborhood in his bathrobe. We said, hey, dude, we're fucking recording. Get in here. What? Oh, well, okay. I sat down at the neighbor's table for like an hour and a half and before I noticed there were no microphones. But I just ate a girl. Oh, this guy. Oh, this guy. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm t- <laughs> Clearly, no one would believe that. Come on. Protein. I don't know. I don't know. You Why got, won't this strange man <laughs> shut you, up about the, you got the that woman. television? You got that look in your eye. I don't know. Apparently we have a celebrity cannibal in the house. I was, <laughs> your neighbors are complaining about TV critics. I was looking at mid-season shows, and there I've is got, that Hannibal one coming up. I've got a man standing in my living room telling me that my shows are shit. American Horror Story. Does he belong, does he belong to you? Sweetheart, the East Bench is just nice, but I'm sick of all these goddamn movie critics. <laughs> critics <laughs> walking around. Wandering around the neighborhood and decreasing the uh, property values. Look at him. Oh. Just imagine to walk up to windows and looking at you watching that? Stupid. <laughs> Just open a Diet Coke and throw it in the street. That'll get him that, to leave. That could be my future. The most interactive TV critic ever. I'll He's just barge a, into people's houses but, and start live tweeting. tweeting. Say, say, say that show you're watching. To borrow, borrow hey. a line from James Rockford, $100 a day plus expenses, he'll be your personal TV critic. There you go. Hey, Scott. what are you watching? Paranormal Activity? Stupid. <laughs> Scott Pierce, you, you should take it like to super live tweeting. Where you just walk up and fucking just knock on people's windows and just go, no! That fuck no! Stupid. And New he, girl. Didn't you read my column? And, and then he's standing on a freeway off-ramp with a cardboard sign that says, we'll criticize for, for food. food. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Or love. Or love, conversely. Oh, buddy. Uh, what's, uh, what have you been watching on TV, Mr. Pierce? What, uh, what have you been enjoying? What I've been wa- oh, Homeland. I'm obsessed with Homeland. Everybody says that. Yeah. I'm get into it. That's because we're white people. I'm totally obsessed with Homeland. I, 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 haven't, I haven't watched it. White people a, love Homeland. But that's why? Obama's favorite show. Is it? He's a white yes. people. Well, he's half white. He is. 
Yeah. So he watches it with one eye closed? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, his white eye. That's exactly he, he, he right. He keeps his white eye open. <laughs> or he watches it half asleep. His white eye. Yeah. He keeps his white no, eye you open. Know what, Pierce? He watches it with the white of his eyes. I'm oh. I'm obsessed with that show, too. I am totally... And and I'm more shocked that I liked the second season than, than that I liked the first season, because I didn't think they could keep it going. And they have, haven't they? And they, they? have. Hmm. Even though that lead actor's got such a small mouth. <laughs> Damien Lewis? <laughs> no, you know what drives me crazy about Damien Lewis? And I'm going to ruin the show forever for you now. Okay. I'm going to ruin everyone. I'm going to ruin the show forever. Okay. It drives me crazy. They do all these close-ups, and most people have have most people have noses. Most people oh have noses what? that are like flat down either side. Uh-huh. And look at his. On the top, on either side of his nose, there's all this like fleshy stuff poking out. So what? it's like he has like, it's like he has little tiny balloons in his face like on got, either side of his nose at the top. Like his nose got smashed in. And then it's like a normal nose at the well, bottom. I think you should focus on the acting. Well, allow me, <laughs> allow me to ruin Dexter for you. Oh, well, don't give a spoiler. No, I won't. Okay. But I, I will ruin any time that uh, Angel, the guy with the hat, yeah. listen to him. He cannot say his R's. Oh, yeah. Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> Dexter? It's a wee-wee bad mess out there, Dexter. So he's Elmer Fudd. Yeah. You so, know what else uh, drives me crazy? Watch him. In New Girl, there is no glass, there are no lenses in her glasses. You've tweeted about that. Yes, I it think. drives me. She's yeah. hipster. You're right. Yeah. She's a hipster. And the, and, the, and I understand why they do that because, you know, not to get the reflection yeah, and all yeah. this kind of stuff. But if you're going to do that, don't have thick, shiny uh, rims. Front rims, yeah. yeah. Because when her head turns, you can see the reflection go across the rims, <laughs> and it just makes it really obvious that there's no glass in the. In the and you know, there's no lenses in the gla- in the she only wears the glasses like half the time anyway. I know, but it drives me crazy. Hmm. Joe, my drinking game is that I play with uh, Homeland. <laughs> uh, every time uh, Carrie, good old Claire Danes, gets so upset yeah. that her face actually looks like a fist. <laughs> what? By a, a drink. <laughs> That's crazy. She gets really upset, and you, I love her. You must drink a lot. I do too. I watching do. that show, yeah, I just make up because I, I think make up drinking I, rolls so I can just. Drink. I think she always kind of looks like a. Anytime there's someone on screen, take a drink. Well, I've never (laughs) seen an episode of Homeland, so I'm going to read this article in Carrie's Entertainment Weekly. Well, the first season's out on DVD. uh, Who is who is uh, Howard Gordon on Homeland? Howard Gordon. Well, he's one of the producers. He used to be a producer on 24. Oh, okay. But not the right wing Nazi guy. Well, he is. uh, He's gotten together with the guy uh, who wrote uh, Chronicle, and they've sold a TV show to Fox. Uh, it is a. It is described as a superhero origin story told through the unlikely point of view of a smart twenty-year-old woman who happens to be a social outcast. So Zoe Deschanel. Wait, she's going to be in it? No, no. I'm oh. just guessing. I think uh, it'd be more unlikely if it was told through the uh, eyes of a goldfish. Now there's more. <laughs> now I want you to listen to this plot and okay. tell me if you've heard of it. A turnip. After an honorable veteran detective is brutally coerced into uh, working for the corrupt head of internal affairs, the detective's daughter plans her revenge by creating a fictional vigilante persona to take on the criminal elements without the police department and the city. It sounds like Powers meets Scarlet. Sounds like the cape. Oh! Oh. (laughs) Wait a minute. So there's no... Because... don't have any powers? There there is a comic book called uh, Scarlet that Pendus has been writing. I I haven't been getting them. I I need to... It's sort of on hiatus. Is it on hiatus? Because that's exactly what that sounds like. And Powers, both Bendis properties, that he has been trying to get turned into a TV show. Hmm. And now this happened. Beat him to the punch. Hmm. I miss the cape. (laughs) Okay. That show about the astronauts? 
know the one about the guy he had that cave? The cave. Oh my god, wasn't that awful? He was trained in the circus. Isn't that one of those shows that you you wonder how it's possible that somewhere along the line, before they got too far into it, somebody didn't say. We are throwing our money down a toilet. Yeah. This is awful. I'm telling you, if I ever find that for like five bucks, the series, I'm buying it because it was good. It's uh, streaming for free on Netflix. Free on Netflix. Yeah. But you'd have to be free on DVD. Me. No, I'm not kidding. Are you saying good as in actual good, good or good no, as good, in fun to watch when you're drunk? Well, that's, I mean, that's how I watch everything. How much, how much money do you think it cost <laughs> them to, to bring the cape to television? Millions. I mean. Okay. So, and how much did the creator of the cape get of that? I have no the showrunner behind it. I have no idea. Because I'm just trying to figure out if I could get Mandelopper Greenlit. I think for they five went to his house episodes. afterwards and beat him. That's okay. They can beat I, me. I they want to give me several million they hired, dollars. They hired, like, the, the out-of-work actors work as Hollywood ninjas, and the studios send, send them around to beat people up whose shows have been. By ninja, you mean waiter? If it, It's in this uh, Entertainment Weekly. It's toward the back. I actually, uh, there is an article about the guy who created the cape, and he was given uh, a dose of syphilis. Wow. Really? Yes, oh. it's they true. It That's weird, Carrie. Is, is he on a bridge now with a sign that says, we'll write for food? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll infect you for well, food. Actually, he went back to the circus where, strangely enough, here's, he can manipulate capes. He pushed Tony Scott off. But here's a TV show, oh. I think. <laughs> Thanks. Tony Scott was pushed is the name of this episode. <laughs> the guy wow. from the cape. <laughs> oh, wow. The, half the budget was that magic cape. There we go. Tony that was Scott just was tasteless. Right there. <laughs> Well, here's a show I think we can all agree on. What? Giant fighting robots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robots. Uh, yeah, man. Is that on? It, Have it, I seen it? It's being made oh. right now. It's because, it's because it's, they saw that ship for Pacific Rim and they said, we need a giant robot show. Well, you remember BattleBots? Yeah. Yeah. Which was like little remote-controlled oh, cars I with, you meant Beetle with saw blades on them. Now, what they've decided to do is giant ones, mm. like real steel. The hell you say? They'll be remote controlled. Now, now you say just so people are clarified. You say giant. Real yeah. steel is maybe two times the size of a person. Yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not talking about twenty story tall. They're talking about maybe person size. <laughs> no, that's that's what Pacific Rim is. Yeah, Pacific person size or a little bit. Got it. Got it. So just imagine. But they're going to be on a set with little tiny buildings. Awesome. Huh. That would be fun. That's never and been done Gojira. before. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's being called Godzilla. the Robot <laughs> Combat League. Thousand pound battle bots controlled by shadow boxers. Hmm. Like real Steve. Fiona Apple. Sounds like the same wrong. thing. Fiona <laughs> Apple's ex boyfriend. And it's uh, Sci Fi is doing it. And uh, oh. yeah. So sci- nice. Oh, you mean Sifi. Sifi. Series will have 12 teams, each team featuring a uh, fighter and robotics engineer. Robots will have quirky names. <laughs> like Sci Fi. So, are we talking about a scripted show, or are we talking about like a competition like a reality, reality show? show. Oh, so, was, these are going to be real robots. I was yeah. hoping they were going to tie it into the what? other the universe they've created with Alphas and Eureka. And They're going to have Buzz Killington. As you Buzz could pretty much tell from all of their shows, they, they don't actually, they can't actually afford writers. <laughs> so, it's all, it's all kind of reality TV. <laughs> It's like we bought it's cameras. Like, it's like we bought these actors, these cameras, and <laughs> fuck and it, let's just, go. And, and, and clearly, <laughs> from which of their shows, you can tell we found this retarded midget it. in the south. Let's just film her for a little while. One of the fighters, retarded midget. You got two slurs in in a row. Yeah. I would like to apologize Excellent. to all of the retarded midgets fuck out there. Honey boo boo. I was going to say you're thinking of honey boo boo. That's <gasps> TLC. Um, one of the fighters uh-huh. is George Lucas's daughter. I thought you said George Lucas. <laughs> MMA fighter Amanda Lucas. Uh, what's the name of her? I think Love she it. runs Sergeant Smash. 
<laughs> Clearly, if it was George Lucas, it couldn't be a giant robot. It was Jar Jar Brakes. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's plaid pulverizer. You can look forward to that in uh, February. Is there any well, speaking of a? Uh, is there any truth right to the rumor that they're going to remake Song of the South with Jar Jar Binks? Now that they're <laughs> it's an excellent idea. <laughs> yeah. so uh, that means I'm going to sell. Speaking of giant robots, have you seen the uh, patch. the viral videos that started coming out about Pacific, for Pacific Rim? Have you seen these coming out? Yeah, did yeah. You, the Kaiju Alert video. Yeah, the, there's that. a Kaiju Alert video, and also. then there's the news footage. The news yep. footage, and then they put out the blueprints for did all the see, robots. Did you see the Russian one? No. Looks like it. Had, yeah, the Russian one. Um, it looks like it has a nuclear reactor for a head. And they have, on the bottom of the blueprints, they show the, the human for scale. Uh-huh. So most of these things, you're not even getting above the little toe of the, awesome. of the robot. So, but yeah, it shows diagrams. The Russian one in particular shows a diagram showing the inside of the control console. And there's like four guys in there. Just, I thought when, Pacific Rim was Asian porn. When does this uh, come Pacific out? Pacific Rim job. Oh, so no, when does it come out? Uh, next job? summer, but I heard that the, tr- the first trailer is coming before The Hobbit. Oh, I also so, hear we're ooh. supposed to get the, the Superman trailer, yeah. too. Man of Steel. Well, well The Hobbit's kind of a big movie, so you're going to plug some stuff. Yes, that's and it. the first nine minutes of Star Trek, if you see it in IMAX. you see it in IMAX. So you'll be sitting there for 45 minutes before the actual movie starts, you know what? is what we're Fine. saying. Yeah, no, the, sounds okay. the, the news footage that they have for Pacific Rim is is pretty amazing stuff. I mean, Looks they, awesome. They, yeah, the, the, the destruction of San Francisco is kind of intense. Except the one that I watched was really like... Flashy, like, yeah. I have, in and out. but I okay. have a feeling anything that you've tell. seen on the internet, it's not in the movie. No, it was all Probably. created for that. They're almost just like fucking shit. Let's make this. <sighs> all right, away a long time. We let Tony talk now. <laughs> let. <laughs> this is uh... Scott. You're dumb. <laughs> you jerk. Oh, that rapier wit. <laughs> <laughs> we just. Uh... God, we guess make out already. Jesus. <laughs> When did we have Fright Night, uh, the remake at uh, Movie Last Night? Last summer? Uh, Halloween. Halloween. It's Halloween, right? Yeah. Are you ready for Fright Night 2? Yes. yes. Well, I hope it's wait. better than the original Fright uh, no, Night No, probably too. not. Wait. Sorry, Adam Sandler? Straight to DVD. Oh, oh yeah. The original Fright Night 2 should have been straight to DVD, too. And uh, none of the original actors back. Okay. Well, no, that's strangely well, that's bullshit. Sorry. What was the, what was the premise what? of the original right. sequel? Uh, that his Jerry Dandridge's sister came to attack Charlie while yes. he was at his, at his fraternity Revenge. house? Yeah. Charlie God, I don't remember that. that at all. And they never made the Evil Ed movie that they were going to make? I just enjoy saying Evil Ed. Evil Ed. Evil Ed. Evil Ed. <laughs> you ready for the quirkiest thing you've ever heard of? Oh, I bet you, uh, you have heard some quirky shit. This is like a collision of quirk. What? Uh, okay. Is Wes Go. Anderson involved? Quirkgasm. If I say the name Tim Burton. Okay. My Hot Topic stock just went up. <laughs> and then I were to say Robert Downey Jr. Oh, what's this now? I just doubled my money. Keep going. And uh-huh. then I were to say... Trifecta. Pinocchio. Mm, well, I just checked out. It's strange. You did? Yeah. If you, if you throw a goddamn Jeff Goldblum in there, I'm going to... If, if Jeff Goldblum hands. plays the voice of the whale... No, he's Jiminy Cricket. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, hey. Mm, hey, Pinocchio. Is Depp Pinocchio? Will it be set in the 1960s like Dark Shadows? It's it's going to be played from the side of Geppetto. 
Ugh, oh, we've all shit. wanted that movie. Tim He's Burton, a creepy man who just wants a boy of his own. Tim Burton, yes. Oh. I got this fucking annoying magical puppet who <laughs> stops singing. As I got these stripy socks on, I want to make me a boy. He's like, a real boy. He's like, uh, I hate how real boys scream when I grab yeah. them. I'm just going to carve me one. They're going to call it Italian rim. I haven't gotten laid in I three hope this boy years. doesn't mind just, having strings to hold him up. You guys just ruined Pinocchio for me. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, Geppetto's a, uh, he's totally a pedophile. Up, yeah. okay. It won't huh. be the first thing that we've ruined for you, though. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, or the last. Jane Goldman uh, working on the script for the project. Tim Burton directing Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Downey would play Geppetto, the woodcarver who creates a puppet who dreams of becoming a real boy. and who's Geppetto. Uh, yeah. Get it? Yeah. Geppetto. Uh, when Pinocchio goes missing, Geppetto embarks on a quest to reunite with his marionette. Accidentally well, goes into the wrong person's want. house, crawls into bed, and falls asleep. I can't wait. Because yeah. you know who's the most interesting <laughs> character in the Pinocchio story? <laughs> the blue fairy. Fucking Geppetto! Hey, it is the screenwriter of X-Men First Class. Oh, I was going to bring that up. I thought, yeah. the person I thought who wrote, you were saying yeah. a name Jane for a minute. Jane Goldman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, she's co- maybe she's coke-addled. Now. X-Men First Class and uh, the woman in black. I need money. Uh, so there you go. I, I thought that would satisfy your court, well, court cravings. Well, uh, all right. I thought you said quark cravings. I got all excited. I thought it was going to be a DS9 thing. And I thought it was a Geppetto. cereal that went with your quisp. Quirky quisp. That was Quake. Oh, Quake. Been quake. <laughs> quark, quark was actually a TV series. I do remember that. Wasn't he it was like Richard Benjamin? Scowl. Richard Benjamin. He was also my favorite Ferengi. It was, it was, a, garbage tr- it yes. was a garbage ship. I remember that. With a plant first officer. The first officer was a plant. Ficus Panderata. I don't remember that. Terrible. I like it when you guys make me feel old. <laughs> you should feel young because you weren't old enough to watch it when it was first on and I was a small child alright well you didn't like the the uh, uh, Fright Night 2 re- how, about, how about a reboot of a, of a, of a very beloved film H.R. Puffin stuff <gasps> film oh sorry it started out as a film Pete's Karen. Dragon Gone Gone the wind. Wind. Did it start, was it a yeah film? it was a film originally really yeah, the first, they, they used to do that right Buck Rogers in the 25th century started it was out as a movie a, and so it was uh, the Puffin TV stuffings. movie it was a TV movie. Oh, was it? Yeah. So it was. Oh, Puffin, I saw so. it on a big screen once, so I just assumed. And those aren't real movies. Come on, we all know that. <laughs> I love um, the girl. Yes, often they involve acting. <laughs> acting. Acting. And David, fewer special effects. Uh, sorry. David Lindsay, a bear, mm-hmm. who directed uh, Rise of the Ga- uh, yeah, wrote. Rise, wrote Rise of the. Well, it says here he directed it. No, he did not. Rise oh, of the. Wrong. Rise of the Guardians. Okay. He he's also writing Oz the Great and Powerful. He is. Uh, Giving the update to Poltergeist. Poltergeist? That could work. He says, well, you know, there's not too much I can say. I will say that uh, I handed in a second draft. People are incredibly excited about it. Uh, They're not the director, but they're in search of a director. I will also say that there are very few people who are as obsessed with the original film as I am, so I would like to try to write a script that I would want to see as a fan. So are they going to find a little blonde girl to be cursed and die? That's what I was just going to say. It's not just the girl. Good luck. Three of them, right? Yeah, like... There's a whole poltergeist cursed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cursed. Now, what happened to them? What was Herpes. the same little girl, wasn't it, in all three movies? Yeah, no, I'm saying, but there's like other actors there in are the film supposed, that yeah. died. That died the in weird deaths. So, so, well, then let's cast it with people that we, we want don't to die. like. George Lucas. <laughs> George Lucas can be the dad. <laughs> They're Craig here. Craig T. Nelson has but a Craig T. Nelson is still show. on TV today. So, <laughs> the... Hey, if he were to die, I'd be fine with that. Craig T. Nelson? Yeah. But coach, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What's your fucking beef with Mr. Craig Incredible? You want him to die? Wait, we, we are, however, talking about a guy who went on Fox News 
this and is said, why. I didn't have anybody help. I was on welfare. I was on, what, food stamps. Nobody helped me. That's what food stamps and welfare yes. are. And I'm not making that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, fuck him, though. Yeah, fuck Mr. Incredible. That's, that's, why, that's why I said it about Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. And I know people have worked with him, and he's not a nice man. Not a nice man. But he doesn't sound like it, what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's who, who people don't say things like that. <laughs> Who would be good to have die for this? For Russell this Brand. Russell Brand. Oh. Let's get him in there. Yeah, I like Russell Brand. He's funny. How about J.M.J. Bullock? Jim J. Bullock, is he yeah. still He's already dead, isn't he? Let's bring him no, back to life. He's, he's still around. I think Jim J. Bullock. He's Patricia Heaton. Oh, uh, let's, let's do her, yeah. She's not, she's not a nice person. Catherine Janeway. Oh you know, she's God. kind of redeeming herself in my eyes. Uh, the, Kate Mulgrew, because she's on uh, NTSFS SDFUV. SUV. What? She's the. <laughs> huh? See, there was a reason we didn't just let him talk. N T S F S D S U V. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, of course. She's uh, she's she, she she wears an eye patch. <laughs> she, that's how she's redeeming herself. I remember when I used to watch um, so, swim. So if she had uh, <laughs> if she had worn an eye patch in Voyager, he would have. Then Chakotay could have snuck up on her easier. Maybe killed her. All right, um, Tom Hardy. Yes. Yes. Tell me more. <laughs> that was the waiting. worst bane I've bad. ever heard. You didn't even try. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's better. All right. It's Sean Connery. Tom Hardy is attached to star oh. in Ubisoft's movie based on the game Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft. When I'm through with you. <laughs> Where'd he go after that? I, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. All right. Uh, let's see. I got, I got um, a video so game movie. I just want to know why you pretended to have a filter over your mouth. Because it was Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Chances of that movie being good, not very. Well, well how about this one? Well, it's going to be better than Double Dragon. Well, <laughs> while we're on the video game movie, okay. Thing, okay. how about Pong? Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Yeah, with uh, Fassbender. With Michael Fassbender. Yeah. He's got a big dick. That assassin has a giant No, cock. but but here's the the whole thing. No is that the main character of, of Assassin's Creed is is a guy in modern day, right. uh, I think, England. And he's, I'm, I'm probably wrong, and I'll get told that I'm wrong. I think he's in America. But but there's a research... <laughs> but You're he's, wrong. He's part of a lineage of assassins. So each right. game is actually him being sent back through his own genetic The best part of the film is that instead, instead of a wire, he just wraps his cock around the neck and just strangles him. Yeah. <laughs> he starts him with his big old dick. What I'm curious I'm about, put my though, dick around your neck. One of the consistent things with the first couple Assassin's Creed <laughs> movies is every time he jumps off of something, he conveniently lands in a hay bale. Right. <laughs> it's a whole new meme for choking on a dick. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, I was going to say, Fassbender can choke you with his dick in two ways. <laughs> that's the uh, stealth kill. <laughs> Actually, three. He could do it um, uh, forward ways, around the neck, and from behind. <laughs> That's how big his dick is. A challenging for gayest episode ever. You like my dick? Hey, when Clooney uh, mentions your dick in a speech, it's free game. Right? Uh, free game. He calls it the skewer. <laughs> a kettle prod. Well, they're also making a... Uh, this is my creed. Do X Human Revolution. Do sex. Do sex. Yeah. I thought the S was silent. Deus. Deus. I think it's Deus. Deus. It's Deus. 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 Ducks. 
Do sex. It's a do sex. They're making that. Yeah. Into a movie? Well, here's the here's the thing that's in interesting. Latin, it was pronounced douche, douche, douche. They take all these games that already have Sounds really like extreme tampon. Uh, they have really good stories, and they're just going to try to retell the story again well, for yeah. the movies. And it's just kind of like they already did a good job well, with it. The real the real bad news is is that the guy who was who was writing it also wrote The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, and, that was a beautiful writing. And mm. the 2008 remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Uh, oh shit! Oh. Okay, so this right. is the game that when I I demoed. At E3, they go, okay, you can't run in there and, and just guns blazing. You got to take your time. And, he's, and so I go, will you show me just so I can see it? He takes at least four minutes to like, slowly walk through a room. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. This, this looks like a good old time. Like, like, Let me try it. So I just ran in there and just got shot three times. I go, well, I'm done. <laughs> it's actually a really good game. I'm Shut up. Done. <laughs> I'm done. I quite enjoyed it. There's like eight ways you can tackle each problem. That's what makes it fun. See, but you're diversity. but you're so just young, like you life. have more time to waste. That's true. On these boring games, like you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't have that much time Clocks left. So. I, right. I got like 15 years left. I'm not fucking around through video. You games. need that story condensed into a two-hour movie. There you go. Yep. Clock sticking. Two-hour movie. He's got what 22-minute TV shows. That's all there he's you got. Go. Oh, <laughs> cut it down further. Uh, let's see. Before we get to uh, video games and uh, and what is out on DVD. Uh, I guess Jimmy and I are the only two who are sticking with American Horror Story. I'm going to watch it. I next. like it. I'm going to watch it next year. I think it's fucking terrible. bizarre, and I love it. I, you know. I'm, I'm still in. Chloe's the Vigny running around with her little <laughs> amputated legs. It's fun. <laughs> when she was on that playground with those kids, I laughed so hard. I know. Because <laughs> I would scare the shit out of me if I saw that. Are you kidding me? No, I love it. Her and uh, I'm Scott's out. I'm just... Mr. B. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Mr. I'm B's out. I left like three weeks ago. I was like... Have fun watching that, uh, Torture wife. Plan. I'll be over here, dummy. <laughs> Whoa. That's, that's my pet name just, for oh, okay. <laughs> To, <laughs> to remind you know, like how I, I call you shithead? Yeah. I, I like that. It's nine. like the exact opposite, because that's how they hate. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, I like it. I think it's, I, it's I'm still so having fun. fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is it over yet? I like twat and butthole. I'm glad you're watching that still. I, I <laughs> twat do. and butthole? No, he means that in a nice way. Oh. Yeah, I think, I think that's for you. Oh, that's my name. Who's twat and who's butthole? You're twat butthole. Oh, I'm butthole? You want to switch? Well, we could do it right do you now. Mind? I, just, I just hate the fact that I'm taint. Harry taint. Okay. What, uh, what do we got uh, game-wise? That was weird. That was, wasn't yeah. it? I have to agree with you, Mr. Producer. It's kind of really unusual. That's like yeah. American Horror Story. Trying to pull it up. It's, it's kind of a strange book. ending. I got mine if you want me to oh, go. Go ahead, go games then. Okay. Uh, there's really not that much. <laughs> well, no, here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> so let's just forget it. That's really, that's really about it. Uh yeah, Walking Dead, uh, the five episodes are coming out on oh, one disc for Xbox or great PC. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff. The, and the video and game PS3. For that. So if you haven't played that already, get that. That's I, all. I it's have a... a uh, yeah, the Walking Dead game. Let, let me save you folks some uh, some some money. Um, I'm a big fan of the steampunk genre, but it doesn't seem like anybody can do it, right? So I've tried a couple different steampunk books. They've all sucked. There's a steampunk MMORPG that's about to launch. Uh, I've been yeah, doing yeah, the yo. advanced uh, the advanced beta on it, the open beta on it for mm-hmm. the last couple of months. Uh, it's called City of Steam, and it's boring as shit. So, <laughs> so don't get when, it. When the game comes out and you're tempted because maybe you're like me and you think, wow, steampunk looks awesome and this uh, the game looks pretty. Uh, if you're bored in the first 20 minutes, that's not a good sign. And if you're bored the first 20 minutes, the first five or six times, you know, oh, we, we fixed some things. Try oh, it again. Geez. Try mm. it again. Boring as shit. So it's a big pass for me. All right. Isn't that a town in Colorado, Steampunk Springs? No, it's boring as shit. It is a town in Colorado. <laughs> it is a town. <laughs> 
But at least right. they can smoke pot there now. Yeah. DVDs oh, and Blu-rays. Yeah. Uh, Scott's <laughs> favorite man of all time, Seth MacFarlane, directed Ted. And that's not I heard out. that the, I, I believe. I think it's, it's funny as hell. It's funny I've heard good things about it's it. It's really funny. But, you know, it's like a broken clock that once every 12 hours can get something right. <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. What are your predictions for him hosting the Academy Awards? Disaster. You think? Best one I'm ever. excited for it. He was the best host so far this season on Saturday Night Live. I agree. His opening bit on Saturday Night Live was funny. Disaster. He'll, I think he'll be the, the kind of the blend of Hugh Jackman and Chris Rock. He'll give people shit, and he can do a song and dance number. He can do a little soft shoe. I also think he has the best Marty McFly impersonation I've ever heard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And that, that oh, well, I, well, I've i totally changed my mind. Then. Don't be such a <laughs> hater, Scott. <laughs> and he's, Jeez. And you really want to hate him? He's dating Daenerys from Game of, Game of Thrones. Fuck off. Yep. Right. That's the well, chick with the dragon. And he already fucked Mila Kunis, so. <laughs> yeah. He's fucked everybody, I bet. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Next one. Jeremy Renner took over this franchise and The Bourne Legacy is now out, right. which I liked, but it takes about 40 minutes to get going in mm-hmm. the sense of to try to explain that it's, no. okay, it's in the same universe and, and Jason Bourne still exists. But this is a new guy. This isn't him. This I is know not he, him. He kind of looks alive. like him, but yeah. it's not don't, him. Don't they mention, like, Jason Bourne forty times. Yeah, if, if you made Jason, if every time they said Jason Bourne into a drinking game, you'd be dead in twenty minutes. <laughs> so it ain't gonna happen. Think about it, Shannon. We could go out. We could go out together. <laughs> go outside. We'll do it holding hands. Uh, <laughs> Ice Age Continental Drift is now out. Ugh. Oh, Louise, drinking ourselves to death. I love that. Watch the board identity. Let's or go, baby. The fuck that is. Uh, uh, a martial arts film called Kill 'Em All good name but the reason i i, I quoted this because the tagline underneath it and i think i said this to you on sunday is i'm gonna go to hell when i die <laughs> so it's i'm gonna go to hell when i die i'm gonna go to hell when i die i'm gonna go to hell when i die i remember that song that was good uh following which is uh christopher nolan's one of his first film right yep yep first film not is now to be confused with the following which premieres in january yep is that the kevin bacon one that's a show have you seen that i've seen Serial the pilot killer. and and this is not my kind of show, yeah. but I liked it. All right. I'm excited for it. I don't know why the, the, the commercials kind of grabbed I, me. I, am, I mean, I'm actually starting to work on a story as to why we find serial killers entertaining, but yeah. it's kind of a weird oh, thing. because I want to kill so many fucking people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so following is now a Criterion Collection, so that's out there. Dick Tracy is now on Blu-ray. You're kidding. Yeah. Uh, Madonna's the blank. How <laughs> the old is that movie? Uh, 1988. 89? About there. I think so. Maybe 90. Maybe 90. I think it may be 90. He's good. Uh, Gunsmoke, Season 7, Volume 1. Oh, Oh, that's when Miss Kitty gets the plot. You were waiting for it. I really really like their use of Festus in that season. (laughs) I thought they really developed his character. I like Miss Pussy on that show. No, it's Kitty. 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 Oh. But she is a a whore. She is a whore. They don't talk about that, though. Mm -hmm. The last two, uh, Girls on HBO Season 1. I like that show a lot. I haven't had a chance. Kat's been watching it. They sent it to me, and she she likes it. I really like that show. She loves like Sex and the City, and she's like, it's not as raunchy, I guess, as Sex and the City. She said, it's really, more, it's it raunchy time. in a different way. Yeah. She said it's more reality based. Yeah, yeah. it's more real raunchy. Yeah, it's, and, it's something that if you like it, you like it. And yeah, the sense of humor does not hit you. It's yeah, and it, it can be damn funny too. Yeah, she says I, it's good. I really quite enjoyed it. Anyway, so that and last but not least, Futurama Volume Seven. Yay! Right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Bean? Oh, was that it? If you were, yeah, we're, I, we've done enough. Skew a more ham with your diak. Oh, my.